0: Your Locked On Penguins, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, I hope part of the intro did not just get screwed up there because it kind of paused for a second and then it totally... Came back, so I'm not going to look at that when I edit this. But welcome to this Thursday edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast. Christmas Eve, Eve, as all the kids say. I am your host Hunter Hodes. In order to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes, you can also follow the show's Twitter at World Penguins. And of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen of the day. I'm um, going to be a, d- a different show today. We're going to go into some bold predictions for the first segment. What I expect, you know, just with some players this year with the rest of the season I should say we're going to get into the holiday video that the penguins released today because that was absolutely hilarious and then go into my top um games that I've watched over the holidays uh penguins related um I know they don't play too much usually around Christmas but um, they did play oh, – well, I, if I say the one that I'm going to say, it's just going to be spoiled. So um, there's definitely two or three that I have in mind that I'm going to bring up just because of how epic they were. But start us off, some bold predictions for the last 50 or so games for the Penguins. Number one, um, Tristan Jari. I don't – is this really bold? I think it kind of could be still because no one really thought that um, this was even going to be a thought coming into this season. And there's still a, a, a few goaltenders who people would rank ahead of them, but I think Tristan Jari will be named a Vesna finalist at the end of the season. Um, the year that he is having right now is just flat out ridiculous. Again, he's top five in goal saved have expected. His save percentage is getting closer to nine forty, and you know, it's around what, 930, 932 right now. Um, and he's given the chance, he's given the team, excuse me, a chance to win on an every night basis and just you know, I would have been fine with him being average this year, 915, 920, but you know, he has exceeded that and then some. Um, I've said it many times, a lot of credit could go to Andy Kyoto. But you know, a fair bit of the credit should go to Jari himself for coming back and playing like the goaltender that you know some thought he could be after that awesome showing in 2019-20. Then he also had that great playoff game against Montreal. Obviously, we all know what happened against the Islanders. You know, if he can keep that up um, for this year, this team is going to be a really just a big tough out. I think is the way to say it. So um, that's my top, my number one bowl prediction. Um, My second one, I think Dan Heinen is going to score 25 goals by the end of the season. He's already at nine right now. 16 more in 50 games. Um, I think that's doable with how he's playing right now. You could still stick him on the third line. Heck, you could put him on Geno's line when Malkin is ready to go, if that's next week or you know the week after New Year's. But from what I have seen so far, um, my second bold prediction is that Heinen will score 25 this year. Um, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. You know, it's just again that's a bold prediction for a reason, just because you know it has the word bold in it. But it wouldn't shock me if he did because. He is on another level right now. Um, I think he'll for sure get to 20. Um, you know, 25 is where I'm thinking he'll end up right now. <clears throat> I think Chris Letang is going to come close to being a Norris I think you're going to see him score 55 to 60 points at the end of the season. And is that really bold considering what he's done throughout his career? I'm not too sure, but, you know, with how much older he's gotten overall, I still think it, it should be a bit of a bold prediction just because – you know, I don't think anyone has expected him to continue to play at this level um, this season. And, and I know he was awesome last year, but, you know, he's taking it, you know, again, to a whole you new know, completely level this year. So um, I think I will classify that as, I, I guess, not as bold as the Heinen or Jari one, especially, I think, not the Heinen one. But um, I still think Latang will get to 55 to 60 points um, by the end of this season. and in scoring by the end of the season bank on it right now. I know he's a little, he's far behind a lot of the top scorers, but you know, Sid has this tendency to really wake up, you know, once he's been practicing for a while, once he's been playing for a while. I think by the end of this season, <clears throat> excuse me, you will see Sid with all those top players in the top 10 of the NHL scoring. Now, is he going to win the Art Ross? Absolutely not. You know, it's looking like one, one of Leon Draisaitl, Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, a couple others are one of those one of those players is probably going to win the r Ross. But I would I would still expect Sid to be I shouldn't say in the conversation, but you know behind those players a little bit where it's like okay we're used to seeing Sidney Crosby there, right? Um, I definitely think he will be at that point um, by the time you know the season ends. Um, I got one for Kasperi Kapnan. I think in a bit of a way he will rediscover some old magic from last season while playing with Evgeny Malkin. That probably seems like the one that's not going to come to fruition um the most. But I still I am still a bit of a believer in him. I know he's been really bad this year. I've talked a lot about it on this podcast before. But you know, him and Gino had a, a strong chemistry last season. And I really think you will see that carry over one small comes back in a week or two. So um that's my prediction right now. I, I'm not saying he's gonna score, you know, 40 points like he did last season. You know, it was what was it? 10 goals, 30 points, if I'm not mistaken, was what it was <clears throat> excuse me. But I will say that I do think he is going to turn his season around in a big way and produce a lot more than what he has been recently. I know the underlying numbers have been really good. I touched on it on my last episode, if you haven't listened to that. I've touched on it multiple times throughout the last week and a half, two weeks. But I do think that he will, again, finish on a strong note. Exact number, if I had to give one right now, hmm. I think I, I'm, I'm going to say uh, half a point per game. I think he can get to 40 points. It's going to be really tough though, because he would have to do 40 points in 50 games, but you know, these are bold predictions for a reason. Not all of them are going to pan out, but you know, again, there, there's real chemistry with Gino. And I think you will see that um, once, you know, Evgeny Malkin comes back. Um, as for what, It's not going to be on the defense. I think they're going to go out and potentially get another forward. Um, It wouldn't be surprising if they go out and get a top nine forward, though. Do they really need one right now? That's the serious question. Um, You can certainly make an argument that they don't, but you know, with how this season is shaping up to be, this could be the last big run for this core group of players, especially with how many players need to be re-signed or or free agents after this season. Um, I do think you will see Ron try to go as all in as possible to get Sid Gino and Latang that fourth Stanley Cup. I I do think he will strike for a trade. I mean, remember what his logic was for the Jeff Carter one last season, right? He came out to the media and he said, I wanted to reward the team with a deal because of the way they were playing down the stretch. They were really impressing me with all their hot play and all that. I think you will see something similar here, especially if they keep up this Amazing winning streak that they're on right now. They're the hottest team in the league. um uh, I know the season's paused, but you know, well, whatever at this point. But I, I still think you will see Hextall go out and make a trade. As for who, I'm not really sure. I'm not going to go out here and say a player. That's probably not going to happen. I wish I could say JT Miller because that would be that would be a slam dunk for so many reasons. But uh, at this point, I don't see that happening. I think he's probably going to go to a different team, or you know, Vancouver could try to make a run like they are doing right now under Bruce Boudreau, and. You know they could just hold on to him, so we'll have to see what happens on that one. I'm trying to think of one to two more now. Um, I was gonna say one for Jason Zucker, but I'm also not too confident in it. I also think he will turn his season around a little bit. Um, I did say 25 goals for the season. That's looking like a bit too unrealistic right now, but you know the team is probably gonna put him back with Gino and see what they what he can do. Um, with him and Kapanen. I'm not ready to give up on him just yet, even though you know the cost to get him um, is looking like an overpayment right now. But um, the, the time is now for him to get going. Um, he needs to start putting the fuck in the back of the net. I know he's hit a lot of posts. I know he's hit a lot of crossbars. But you know what? I mean, these excuses can only continue for so long. I know his playmaking ability has been really good. But you know, the Penguins got this player because he's a really good scorer. And he's had a 30-goal season before. He's had multiple 20-goal seasons. Um, I think a lot of people, including myself, were expecting him to be back to 20 goals this season. And he hasn't been in close um, so far. So he needs to be more consistent. I think you will see some consistency from him down the stretch as well. Um, other bull predictions? I think that might um, – actually, no. When Jake Kensel comes back, and I do think that's going to be after Christmas break against Boston, I think that's going to happen. Um he will finish top ten um, in overall goals scored this season. Uh, potentially even top five. Um, he was on track to be um, close to the Rocket Rashard race before he got hurt. Obviously, it stunk. It stunk that he did. Um, the fact that he's already back skating with the team shows that the injury was not too serious. Um, a lot of that were the case, but um, I think you will see him finish in the top five and to top ten in the Rocket Rashard race. By the end of the season, but those are all my bold predictions for the Penguins for the rest of the 50 games. Let me know what your bold predictions are for the rest of the season, as the season is expected to um, continue early next week with a game against those Boston Bruins. It'll be the first time Pittsburgh and Boston have squared off this squared off since last season, where the Penguins lost five of eight, um, if I recall correctly. But They'll be open the next segment. We're going to go into the Penguins holiday video that they released and go into what, you know, my favorite holiday video was just because it's that kind of time of year, right? I mean, I've watched all the holiday videos. The one today that they made was hilarious, even though it was just kind of a mix. If you haven't seen it, you can go on the Penguins social media pages, or I might try to put a link to it in the description box on the YouTube page. Um, it was just, it was great, but um, overall, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you are up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here is the crazy part: Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and they handpick the team that you you can you can actually handpick the team you want to face. One on one. This never before seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head to head is what daily fantasy sports should be. one One on one, You can sign up today, free, right now at stathero.com hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That is stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. One more time for you all, stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Lockdown Penguins podcast. I am your host. Hunter Hodes. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore penguins. So the Penguins holiday video today was <clears throat> nothing, but it was just hilarious. I mean, they basically, they like to make their own version of a Christmas movie, you know, Home Alone, Grinch. I think one year they they close to the Gremlins or something like that. Um, but, you know, this year they decided to combine all of the ones that they have done into a single video. You have Evgeny Malkin out here just screaming bingo every five seconds, like all the Penguins fans use the GIF on social media or message boards or, you know, wherever you see it on. Um, that was great. You had Sidney Crosby rekindling his hello, well, because it was about a few years ago they did the their first Home Alone movie during the holidays. And I think it was Josh Getzoff narrating it and Sid Sid is you know Kevin on the ground because you know in the movie Home Alone he shoots, um, Marv who's trying to cut through the uh, the, the dog entry, and this <laughs> is just like hello, and then he just shoots uh, whoever it was in the head in the video. I, I I'm like blanking on the name, um. But um, you saw Casey D. Smith getting his head lit on fire during the Home Alone thing as a tribute to Phil Kessel because that was a meme that was going all around Penguins message boards and social media uh, when they released that video. I want to say that was about four to five years ago. Um, absolutely hilarious. Um, and you know, you had, I didn't realize how jacked John Marino was because um, you look at that dude and he looks like just a skinny little hockey player. Um, that that dude is jacked. Um, I think he was um, playing Bruce Willis, I believe from Die Hard. Um, in the video they released today, which was awesome. Um, it, it's just it, the Penguins always crush these holiday videos. I'm not surprised anymore. Um, you know, the Home Alone one is probably my favorite, then it's probably my favorite over the other ones. Dan Potash being Kevin's mom is absolutely h- hilarious as well. He always does a great job with that. I mean, Brock McGinnis in the video just laughing around. They even made a joke to Kasperi Kapanen in one of the videos. Uh, In one of the videos, they also did a joke with Brandon Tanev in the video today. And I love that the Penguins even had um, some some gifs out there. They even said Phil would be proud as Casey DeSmith was getting his head on fire. Um, Best Actor went to Kasperi Kaepernick because he was being hilarious. Um, Latang was playing the Grinch, and he basically had a line of, well, this is messing up my hair because he has grown his hair out again. And yes, what does this podcast come to, everyone? I am sitting here talking to you all about, on a segment about the Penguins holiday videos because this, this league is on a pause right now. I understand it's probably not um, the the best topic that some want to hear about, but, you know, I find it funny, and I hope a lot of you that listen to this podcast are finding it at least a little bit funny as well if you haven't listened to it. Um, if you could tell me what your favorite holiday videos are, that would be great. Um, just, you know, tweet me um, at Hunter HunterHody's. You can tweet the show um At locked on underscore penguins. So uh, sorry, I, I something popped up on my laptop as I'm recording. Of course, my girlfriend is trying to call me as I'm doing this. So I'm actually just sending this text. Okay, and then we're done with that. That's the first time since I've had the YouTube channel that that's happened. But you know what? You you learn and you live from it, as one of my buddies likes to say. And we're back to talking about the holiday videos. Um, the, the the Grinch one again. That was awesome. Um, John Marino is saying in one of the gifts. can I still say yippity-ki-yay as as that saying from the movie that he's playing goes? Um, Again, you know, Gino saying bingo because that's just just who he is um, at this point. But yeah, again, my favorite video is Home Alone. Um, The Grinch one was also pretty decent as well when they did that. Um, I, I do want them to do Die Hard again at some point. Um, or if they've actually, now that I think about it, I don't think they've ever done that. Um, they've done quite a few movies, but I do not think they've ever done Die Hard. I mean, it's also been a movie that that's pretty highly debated. If it is a Christmas movie, my opinion, I think it is. So I think the penguins should totally and flat out do the movie for one year. But, um, I overall liked the holiday video. It was a lot of fun to just to tweet out there. You know, everyone is just laughing at John Marino's muscles because no one expected him, you know, to be that big. You know, the tank top that he's wearing is hilarious. But want to spend a little bit of a segment to touch on something a little more lighthearted for the podcast and just go into, you know, the holiday video and whatnot. Coming up in this in the third segment, we're going to go into um, my favorite holiday games or that the Penguins have played in throughout the years that I've been a fan. Um, I'm going to go into uh, my top two or three and explain why I have them up there as my top ones. But before we do that, BetOnline has you covered this holiday season that with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through a college bowl season and the NFL playoffs in a few weeks. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. You can head to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. For basketball, football, NHL, boxing, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all those new amazing offers available to you that has been online where the game starts. All right, welcome back to this episode of the Locked On Penguins Podcast. I am your host, Hunter Hodes. You're to follow me on Twitter, at Hunter Hodes. Follow the show's Twitter, at LO underscore penguins. So my favorite game around the holidays, this is probably my top one. Um, this actually occurred during Thanksgiving. I know it's with Christmas um, coming up, you know, the penguins, I mean, Obviously, everyone's going to look for a Christmas game, but I'm also going to include one that happened after Christmas, um, after this one I talk on. But my favorite one around any holiday season was the game against Vancouver two years ago, November 27, 2019. It was that wild one where Pittsburgh was down 4-2 to going into the third period. They were even down 6-3 to in the third period alone with about 10 minutes left. And all of a sudden, the Penguins just go on a tear um, they score six goals overall in that period. Gino has a five-point night with two goals. Jake Gensel scores two goals as well. Brian Russ, Crystal Tang score. Um, Ashton Reese was the one, I believe, that tied the game. Dominic Cahoon scored. Crystal Tang actually scored the winner. In that game, if I recall correctly, that winner was scored with only one to two minutes left. And the Penguins were able to ice it with an empty netter just about 30 seconds to a minute later to win that game eight to six. Just a tremendous performance, I thought, because it looked like it was all but over. But then the Penguins launched one, I think, one of the best comebacks that i would ever seen. So for all the holiday seasons, that one, they always usually have a game on your Year's Eve. The one that is usually the best around this time of year, it came... Uh, 2016-2017 season, so the second of the back-to-back Cups. The Penguins are playing Montreal December 31st, 2016. Uh, Pittsburgh takes an early lead. Um, Montreal is able to come back and tie it. It's back and forth a little bit, so the game goes to overtime. And that was the game where it was a four-on-three power play, and Evgeny Malkin blasts the game winner at about 9.30 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Um, And he basically you know, just puts his stick up and he has his face going all crazy. And I think there was even a meme made of him saying, um, uh, it, it'll come to me, but basically like, you know, can you feel me now or, or or something like that? Or no, 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 not that one. I've got it, finally. Are you not entertained? Um, I have to find that picture. I'm pretty sure I still have that on my phone, um, to be honest. But um, that was another one of my favorite games from the holiday season. Um, there's another one a couple years before that against the Red Wings. Um, that was a close game for a little bit. Uh, and then Pittsburgh was able to blow them out in the third period. I want to say that came in 2015 or 2016, something like that. Um, and they won that game, I want to say it was 5-2. to two. I'm pretty sure that was one of the games that Um, a lot of the Penguins fans circled on the calendar. Yeah, it was the 2015-16 season because the Penguins were kind of playing up and down hockey up until that point under Mike Sullivan. But that was the win where people were like, okay, if they can build off that win, and again, that happened New Year's Eve 2015 going into 2016, the first half of the back-to-backs. If they can build off that win, this team could be really something. And they did that and then some, um, obviously after that game and just for the rest of that season, just because of how hot they got. Um, for the 2016 season. But um, that was one of my favorite holiday games ever. The Black Friday games, they don't usually do too well in those. I remember they played Boston about a few years ago. Played well in a few stretches, but then kind of just got blown out in the third period. I mean, the Penguins have also lost to the Bruins every year at TD Garden. Um, That's going back to, I think it's 2014. Um, They have not won in that building um, in the last seven, you have one at the United Center um, in close to, if not over, a decade at this point. For whatever reason, the Penguins just cannot win in those buildings. I, I don't get it. Um, other holiday games that I can think of, um, I know those were more recent, but they still just, you know, they, they meant a lot just because of how great the team played in those games and how much, you know, it fueled them for those back-to-back cups. Obviously, the one in 2019 with the Canucks was a bit different that happened. Um, right after Thanksgiving, but you know, it was still a a fun game to watch. it was probably the game of the year considering what happened in the playoffs for the Penguins against the Islanders. But you know, with the holiday season coming up, just wanted to go into, you know, my top three games around, well, with the holiday season, it started around Thanksgiving. It's now fully here with Christmas and new year's. I wanted to go into my top three holiday games overall for the Penguins towards the late stages of the year. Just, you know, going to why they meant so much to me and, know i think why they should mean so much to penguin sands as a whole as well but i hope you all enjoy this episode of the locked on penguins podcast <clears throat> excuse me i know we're, we're getting you know there's not much content out there these days just because the team is they're not doing anything they're not allowed to do anything with a pause until early next week but you know this is why you come to my show right you want to be entertained you want good topics to hear me touch on you know i try my best to provide the best content um in the city, no matter if it's writing, podcasting, you know, video and whatnot, you know, I'm not going to come to a show and just not be prepared. You know, that just it looks poorly on me, looks poorly on the people that hired me, and you know, that's probably that would probably be the last time. I think I would have some listeners of the show. That's just that's something I can't do. But um, I appreciate everyone who listens to this episode. There will be and this podcast as a whole, there will be an episode coming out tomorrow on Christmas Eve for you all. So look for that then, and then. I hope you all have a wonderful Merry Christmas on the weekend on Saturday. We will be back with five episodes next week as well, as the team will be back in action. Um, I'm excited, you know. I wish the team was playing tonight so I could give you all a full game recap, but you know, you know, Kobe gets in the way. Hopefully this is the only pause that we see um this season. But again, thank you all so much for listening to this episode and I will talk to you all on Friday.